This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, broadcasting live from Flag is Up Farms in Solvang, California. And you're listening to, I have a cheering section, it's Debbie in the back. <laughs> you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Jul- July 17th episode. It's finally here, 1977, the best year in the history of the world. Because why? You were born. I- I was born. Was that <laughs> you really episode? your birth year? 1977? Yes, yes. I'm so old. Oh, God. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Horselovers.com. Good morning, Horse World. Everybody up, rise and shine. It's a new day. It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Here we can go again. Oh, and away we go. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Welcome to Horses in the Morning, the world's leading horse podcast. The world's leading daily horse podcast that starts at 9 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> this is getting better and better. The world's best leading number one horse-related live in the morning, 9 a.m. Eastern podcast in the United States right now. <laughs> With we hosts that are in huge. California and Florida. <laughs> We cover we cover the U.S. Glenn. That's what we do. Cover the world, okay? Hey, so um, that 1977. If you were to do the math, that would mean I'm 40, and I've never felt so 40 as there's all these kids around here, right? Kids, dang kids, they're like 21, and I'm like, I wish this school would have been around when I was 21. But I love it when Monty's well, like. Well, Monty Somebody- certainly was around when you were 21. Uh, yeah, the school wasn't though. He didn't <laughs> okay. start this till a while ago. So, um, he, I love it when he's like, I'm the, I'm the intern. So I have to do all the work. So somebody says, I, you know, Monty's like, I need peas bailing twine, come in the gate. And I'm up on the top. And so I go to like vault through, it's like a, it's like a porch that sits up and you can look into the round pen and the porch has a railing. Like much like a, a three board fence that would be outside of a pasture. And so I'm like, I got it. And I go to vault myself through the fence to drop down to the ground. And I can't make it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I could do this like two years ago. What happened? <laughs> we do forget sometimes it. how old we are. I, I got it. Because you don't I feel don't, that old. Usually, on most I days. Don't feel my, yeah, like, <laughs> my brain is young. It's so young. Mine's stuck at about sixteen, according to Jennifer. Um, oh, Nineteen seventy-seven. So by the way, I was uh, a junior in high school. Oh my God, you're so old, Grandpa. <laughs> what? See, I was about sixteen, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and you froze. And I froze I in nineteen seventy-seven. <laughs> which reminds me, there's a Queen movie coming out called Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you see the trailer for it? 
Oh, uh, see, Queen is before my time, but I did see that. Yes. Oh, I got to see it. Then it made me want to go watch or listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. So I did. And that, by the way, that's every DJ's in the world's favorite song because it gives them six minutes to do nothing. That and Freebird. Yeah, that right. Exactly. So I, I went and listened to the song. Do you realize their official video has been listened to almost 600 million times? On YouTube? Yes. On YouTube alone. On YouTube alone. So multiply that by about 40. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. I hate Uh, hate, uh, movies with music in them, but I'm definitely going to see that one. Yeah. No, that's that's a must-see for sure. Especially when you're as old as you are. That's right. Yeah. We grew up listening (laughs) to Bohemian Rhapsody. I think I probably hear it when it was first on the radio. See, I know it from Wayne's World. Okay. And then everybody else knows it from every stadium in America. Played I over see a little it. silhouette. I can sing the whole thing. I if see you want. a little silhouette uh, of a man. Come on, Jamie. Scalabouche, do the bandango. Thunderbolt and lightning. Very frightening. Galileo. 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 Figaro. Let me go. Okay, and now I have to pay a royalty. Thank you very much. Although it didn't sound anything like it, so I doubt the filters are going to pick it up. So. I mean, we didn't even practice that, Glenn. That was pretty good, We didn't actually. even warm that up. Okay? I'm, I'm impressed Jemmy even knew it. She's so young. I know every word of that thing. That thing was like musical Bible for me. I love that song. We <laughs> all saw Wayne's World, Glenn. We all know that song. Okay. Like every single bar and bat mitzvah I went to as a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You grew up with a lot of Jewish. You did go to a lot of bar mitzvahs. All right. Um, let's, What's uh, on today's show, yeah, Jimmy? Let's talk about oh, horses. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That thing we do. On today's show in our weekly horse health report, guest Krista Lestay-Lassar joins in to clear up the confusion with spatial reasoning in horses. And the rest of the episode is an auditor roundup. Helena joins in for a head-to-head with some auditors via trivia. In, in, in trivia. Plus, we have an auditor review. So you don't want to miss any of it. It's a packed show as always today, guys. And Speaking of today, today is World Listening Day. So why don't we all start celebrating by listening to the rest of the show? Very good. Why don't you listen to what we actually say in the show and just not <laughs> wait for your name? <laughs> and uh, uh, we're, I'm going to be off on Friday. You get a guest, one of the, speaking of auditors, one of the auditors is going to be filling in on Friday, Megan, who filled in for you one time. So this will be the first time you're working with Megan. So that should be I fun can't for wait. you. She, she is so excited, one, to work with you. I told her it's not as exciting as it sounds. And then two <laughs> is really bad ads. She's so excited. She said she's been practicing her southern accent and her valley girl so you're gonna have to make sure she does both perfect i can't wait and uh jemmy i'm gonna be with jemmy and we're gonna be doing some head-to-head competition this weekend yeah we're gonna be doing head-to-head competitions of our own we're gonna be gaming and stuff and oh gosh so you know how much i i moan and complain every time glenn hurts himself in anticipation of one of our trips Jamie. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, this time I fell down the stairs yesterday and of all the body, I didn't hurt my knee, didn't hurt my ankle, of all the body parts for me to hurt. Guess what I hurt? Your bum. Oh, my <laughs> rhymes with bum. It's my thumb. And I have a gaming competition, basically. <laughs> I'm supposed to be playing video games with Glenn all weekend. I hurt my thumb. My dominant winning right thumb. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> so I scheduled immediately when I heard that, I scheduled bowling. So, <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> so just so you guys know, um, there's a, a there was a 
girl here in the class, a lady was like, oh, you do a podcast. I don't know how to download podcasts. So what do I do? And so I get her to download the app and I'm showing her all the shows and I'm like, this is my show. This is Debbie's show. This is the dressage show. This is the eventing show. This is a show called Finding Florida where Glenn and his friend hang out and try to do stuff for free in Florida. And she was like, Huh. You okay. Nailed <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what we do. All right. Daily Windy Time. A happy birthday goes out to a longtime listener, like since the day we started the show, and a friend in Louisiana. We've stayed with her over there before. She took us down to New Orleans and showed us the town. Michelle Barr. It's her birthday today, so happy birthday to Michelle. So, Glenn, I got to give my daily winnie out to my favorite person on the planet, me. Oh, it's going to say I'll me? It wasn't me? <laughs> okay. So I'll tell you why. You know that when I broadcast here at Flag is Up Farm, I have to come down here. I have to, to, to commute to work. I have to drive to the front of the farm. And it's pitch black because you, it you is drive like, to the front of the farm. I do because it's really far and it's completely pitch black. So I have to drive to the office and then I get out and I come upstairs. Well, Debbie knows uh, that. I like always lock the door behind me because I'm always scared. Somebody's going to come up and murder me. You know how scared I am all the time. <laughs> yes. My back is to the door. It's a disaster. <laughs> yes. But here's what I did this I'm morning. Get you some bear okay. spray to carry. Oh, or something. <laughs> I do. I need bear spray. I need some sort of like, I just, yeah, I don't need a gun because I'll shoot somebody. In no, you would shoot yourself. That's what you would shoot. That's probably true. But here's a, here's what would happen. And it's something that happened this morning. Okay. I have been broadcasting here for over two years and maybe close to three years. I've been broadcasting from this desk in this office and I always get in my car and I drive in and there's nobody around. Nobody's here. Nothing, nada, no lights, no nothing. This morning I'm driving up and I see somebody slowly making their way back to the barn. Okay. They're heading back to the barn, which is where all the tack room and the classroom and all the computers and all this equipment is like in that area. And I thought, oh, my God, flag is up. It's going to get robbed, completely forgetting that there is a front gate. Okay. (laughs) anyway, so I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do something. So I turn off my lights. Like, what am I going to do? I turn off my lights and I turn down that road heading towards the thing. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? If I see somebody running out of the computer, do I hit him with my car? Like, what do I do? I don't know who to call. I got my cell phone. Very Lisa Wysocki. (laughs) That's the problem. I've been reading the damn opium equation. I'm ready for murderers. So I head back to the barn and I'm driving real slow. And I'm like, should I cut the lights? I don't want to warn him. I'm coming. I cut the lights and I'm creeping around the corner. And as I get to the corner, I hear a it was the freaking trash truck. <laughs> <laughs> they were coming in to get the damn trash. <laughs> and they were creeping around because they were positioning themselves to the truck to get the dumpster. <laughs> but I was ready to kill for you, Monty. I was ready to kill for you. <laughs> Woman arrested in Solvang for attacking the trash man. <laughs> 
somebody hit trash truck with a rental car. <laughs> Crazy girl. Scared for life. Drug, oh, drug and, waiting for drug and alcohol tests. So I texted Debbie. I was like, are you coming down here? And she never wrote me back. Because I was like, you had to warn me. You're coming. <laughs> I was like, you coming down here? Because I don't need any more surprises. <laughs> God. You're... <sighs> You're a mess. Ugh, all right, let's let's try and do our horse health segment now. This per- there's been a whole lot of articles recently. I know you've seen them because you get the Google feeds too, and they've hit, they've just hit mainstream media and everything on horse behavior. There's been so many studies going on right now about horse behavior. Remember we talked about the one where horses it talked about how horses have expressions now. It's kind of something we already knew, but yeah. um, they're actually studying and spending money on it. And, and ABC and CBS and Fox and Daily Mail and everybody picked up that news story. It was on the nightly news. I don't know why, because non-horse people didn't know horses have expressions, I guess. But um, there's another study that's coming out of Italy, and we're going to try and get Krista on, who's the researcher, but I have to call her live. And I have to call her on a phone, and I think the phone is in France. So we're, this is going to be, it's just going to be interesting trying to get this done. All right, so we're going to try and give him a call right now, or give her a call. And the horse.com has been publishing all of these, and of course that's our go-to source for everything horse health related. Only on our show <coughs> would we call Italy Live. <laughs> well, we What had, a bad idea that is. We called, what, Sweden or Switzerland or something on Monday. Hello. Hello. Is this Krista? Yes. Hi. Krista. Hi. Hi. This is Glenn and Jamie, and you're on the air on Horses in the Morning here morning. in the United States. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Good. So we're calling to talk to you about the study that you guys did. Did uh, you surprise her with this, Glenn? No. She, she knew we were you calling, were right? Call. You knew we were calling, right? Yes. I knew you were calling. Okay. okay good. Krista, <laughs> Glenn, you're like introducing, like she doesn't know that we were going to call. Well, so I, was like, I just. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure. Did you stalk her. <laughs> Krista, first of all, um, I, I was just mentioning that there's been a whole bunch of studies recently on horses uh, about behavior. Some of them have hit the mainstream media, and they've they've been fascinating. And you you guys have also done a study. Now, what's your background? Are you a vet or a researcher or scientist? Well, let me specify, uh, I didn't actually do the study. I uh, spoke with the researchers about the study, and I work with those researchers regularly. I, uh, I do have a scientific background, uh, I, but I also have a, a writing background. And uh, so it. I've combined writing and, and science together to talk about horse science. And I also have a horse background. So. Got it. So you're, you're the one that uh, wrote about all of this. Exactly. Uh, I wrote about it. And I've been gotcha. writing about, uh, I've been following this uh, particular topic for several years now. And what country are you in? I'm in France. France, okay. But I'm originally from Texas. Oh, uh, who's I was going to say, because that accent didn't seem right. Oui, oui. Yeah. <laughs> I am from France. Exactly. But I, um, I was expecting a thick French accent, and here you sound like you're from Texas. You do sound like you're from Texas, so that's perfect. All right, so so with this particular study, uh, first of all, why, well, now that I know what your background is, let me ask you this question. Why do you think all of a sudden we have all these studies coming out on behavior of horses where I don't remember this many studies before? Do you mean in the mainstream media? Or yeah, just pe- mainstream to... picking it up. And even, I don't know that we've done this many studies before in the horse world either. 
Right. Well, to tell you the truth, it seems like there's an average of about uh, five or six new studies being published every single day about equine science, which is really an, it's very exciting because uh, what we're realizing, I believe, through this and what's causing this kind of phenomenon is that people are really getting much more interested in um, how horses and other animals, for that matter, um, just really aren't that different from humans after all. And, and we're you know, with this whole movement of vegetarianism and, and, and people being more and more aware, aware well of, of welfare, I think there's just a real interest in knowing what these creatures are. There's been, for, for so many years, you know, this separation of the, the animal from the human, and now we're realizing actually they're not that different. And on a, a, a second point, I think, to the, a second point to bring out about that is that there's also an incredible amount of connection between uh, the science that we find in horses and that that we find in, in humans, um, horses and humans are surprisingly similar in a scientific uh, setting. They they have similar illnesses, uh, similar injuries, uh, similar ways of aging and growing, uh, and and also. Well, similar kinds of behavior, <laughs> or at least behavioral issues. Well, I noticed that. Uh, because and you they're, probably, they're very social animals. You probably read about that study that came out that really hit big, uh, what was a month or two ago, about facial expressions and all of that. And, you know, it was, it was an interesting study, but I think us as horse people who have been horse people for all our lives uh, went, well, duh. <laughs> Yes, we already do that, right? <laughs> that is the funny thing, and that is yes, and and that's a great point because that's something that a lot of people actually uh, bring up when when they read things like this on social media. They say, "Gosh, why did we why do we need to study like that? Why waste uh, research dollars on something like that?" But I think something that's really important to point out here is that um, things can't be you can't move forward with higher levels of research and and going further unless you've confirmed what people have already known all along. It has to be confirmed on a scientific level. And the the confirmation is important because a lot of times what we thought we knew all along was actually wrong. And so when we find something that we knew all along that's right, people say, well, it wasn't necessary. Well, it was necessary because we had to differentiate with what we thought all along was right and was wrong. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Now that you say that, now I now that takes half our show away. We're not going to be able to pick on studies anymore. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but it makes a lot of sense what you just said. So now this particular study that uh, that we were talking about is is kind of a behavioral study, right? Uh, it is, but it's also it's almost it's more about the cognition of the horse. Um, you're talking about the the spatial reasoning. Yes, yeah, the one that was in the horse in, in Italy, yeah. right? So, um, Paolo has been working with spatial reasoning for quite some time now. He's done some really interesting work with the horses, and what he's doing is he's setting up barriers uh, to see how the horses figure out how to get around the barriers, and um, that. For again, this is one of those things where you know horse people are going to say, well, you know, horses will figure it out. Yeah, they will, but. We've been studying this for quite some time, and what it shows is is not just how horses figure out getting around barriers in general, but also just how they figure things out. I mean, the fact that a horse does figure things out is an important point to to realize, 
um, it's it's so easy to say these horses are machines. Uh, they they just uh, they do what they're told or whatever. Or they don't have any reasoning capacity. Well, science is showing that actually that's not true. Horses do have quite a bit of reasoning capacity. And what Paola just found out recently was that not only do they have reasoning capacity, but their reasoning capacity differs from one horse to the other, just like it does with humans. We have humans, some humans that are better with math, others that are better with writing, others that are better with uh, with, with uh, public relations, and others that are better with politics. Uh, I'm certainly not certainly not one of the latter, <laughs> and uh, I, you know it's um, it's something that that proves the in individuality of of these horses that you can't just lump them all together and say all horses are like this, and that that's in that way it makes this study a bit of a groundbreaking study because previously you know it's easy just to say horses do this horses do that horses do this and Paolo is saying some horses do this but others do this and others do this. And, and in this case, with the spatial reasoning, what he found out was that in this barrier that he created, he had a, a barrier that uh, the horses could see the food, but they couldn't get to it. And it was this U-shaped sort of thing, but with one bar of the U much longer than the other. So if you're thinking about it from a really practical point of view, it makes sense to go around the shorter side. But some of the horses didn't care about whether it was shorter or longer. They were just in a hurry, and they just trotted around that barrier to, no matter which direction it took to get to it. And the other horses took some time and said, let's see, uh, if I go to the left, that's going to take me longer. If I go to the right, it might take me less time. I just have to figure this out. And they, they studied it. The horses, you could see the, the look on the horse's face that they were looking at this and saying, I've got a problem. I've got to figure it out. So that was really exciting to see that they chose different Boy, ways to do that. And he linked that also with the different personalities of the horses. That's because, I mean, it's just like humans. Though. When you, you you talked about the relationship with humans, I mean, there'll be humans that will just run around, and then there'll be others that'll... I'll be the one just running around while uh, while Jemmy's trying to figure it out. Um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, exactly. I'm getting to the food first. <laughs> you know, that's... It's so true. <laughs> It's true. And Jamie has a horse. She has a Mustang that would be, he would pick the lock and get right down the middle. He would just go through the barrier. I mean, you know what just... he'll do? He'll pick the lock and he'll go to the parking lot and start your car. <laughs> See? That's right. Well, that is something that some people were, were commenting on was they said, you know, if it had been my horse, he would have knocked down the barrier to get to it. But apparently none of these horses in Paolo's experiment tried to do the that. The Italian horses are much nicer than the American horses. <laughs> <laughs> but a previous study several years ago on spatial reasoning uh, compared horses' ability to get around barriers uh, with uh, that of donkeys and, and mules. And what they found out was that actually it's the mules that do the best job of figuring out the 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 rate the spatial problem. Um, if there's a if there's a hole in the fence, they're the ones that are able to find the hole in the fence to be able to get to the food much faster than the horses are. Oh my God, Zeus is part mule. That's what it Holy is. Holy <laughs> moly, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, he is a Mustang. You don't they're know what he was. Really... So. <laughs> Does he have big ears? Apparently, they're the hybrid. Uh, the, the, the fact that they're hybrid uh, gives them a little bit of this extra strength of just having more um, reasoning capacity. They figure things out, or maybe they just take more time to figure it out. Did they so get as far? That did they get as far as looking sorry? at breed in this study? Uh, they have not looked at okay. breed. No, That'd they have not looked at breed differences yet. Mm, but but they are looking at. They have looked at the different personalities, and and other researchers uh, have created a personality testing. So now we're able to divide horses more or less into five categories of, uh, of personality. Um, and so 
using based on on that information, then uh, Paolo's group was able to say, okay, um, horses with uh, a fearful personality or a timid personality yeah, what are, are going to take more time to study. Um, it depends on. Let's see, they have a. Uh, there's fearfulness. It, they they have the different categories that don't necessarily have names, but they divided them according to uh, the scores that they get for five categories, which are fearfulness, uh, gregariousness. Uh, I'll have to look up the other ones to tell you. Um, um, the, one of them is actually interesting. Um, their sensitivity to to physical touch. It plays into uh, the kind of personality that they have. Um, it's a te- test that was designed by a French uh, researcher, behavior researcher named uh, Leon Lansad, and it's called the Lansade test now. And um, I can so they can they I'll, I'll five different personalities, and and now you the fearfulness ones. I think uh, one of the big parts of training horses is training horses to get over fear. So if they have the fear for fearful personality, can you change that through training? You can change it, but interestingly, it's not, not necessarily something that you would want to change depending on the level of the horse that you, or the level of discipline that you're working with. Uh, fearful horses often end up being some of the best uh, high performance horses because along with fearfulness comes come some other really useful traits. These are all connected together, including a very high level of sensitivity to things around them. Uh, makes them really good jumpers, for example. Uh, makes yeah. them very sensitive to leg cues. Um, it also uh, makes them very um, attentive to their rider's cues. So um, Not so great on it, the trail it, horse. It's not necessarily... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so the, the point is not to try to change the personality, but to better choose which horse is right for you according to what you want to do. So if you want to have a good trail riding horse, try to go with one that's not that doesn't have this fearful personality. And the researchers have developed tests to be able to test horses, even from a very young age at about six months old, to say, is this horse going to have this kind of personality or that kind of personality, which can help you choose uh, what kind of discipline he would be best for or what kind of rider he would be best for. This is fascinating stuff. And uh, boy, you know your stuff. I want to have you back if we can at some point in the next couple of weeks. There's another article you did for the horse that just came out on the pegging order and the hierarchy. <clears throat> And I found yeah. I found that That's fascinating. Also a, a really, Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it's it's a really uh, it, it's also a growing field. Um, researchers at the University of Strasbourg are really chasing that as well because they're interested in how that differentiates uh, differentiates uh, excuse me differentiates uh, when it comes to the leader, uh, which one initiates movement, um, and and it's really fascinating to see that it's so complex. The, the social relationship among a group of horses it's so complex. It's it's not just um, I, I'm first to eat and, and you're last to eat and, and I kick you around. And it, it, it's, uh, there's nothing linear about it whatsoever. Well, I want to have you back to talk about that because we just had a, actually, we just had a lady on who talked about how to introduce horses. So into groups, you know, so you got a new border in and you you got to put them in the field and we got to figure out a way to do that successfully without vet bills. And so this is something right. that really <laughs> this hierarchy thing is something that we all deal with at one point or another, our horse is going to be out with the other horses and it has to be dealt with. So right. I, I, do, I want to have you back. We don't have time today, but I want to have you back to talk about that and your articles do you have a website yourself or just they can go to the horse.com and search your name? Uh, I have a website and they can also go to the horse.com and search my name either way. Uh, what's your website? My, my, uh, the website is just my name, crystalestelaseo.com. And uh, if anybody can spell that, God bless you. So it's L-E-S-T-E dash L-A-S-S-E-R-R-E. 
So that's how that's you. That's right. Spell. But actually, in the in the in the web in the web um, name, the uh, the website name, it's there's no dash. Okay, it's no dash. L e s t e l a s s e r r e. And Jemmy will post that on our uh, horses in the morning page as well, so people can go uh, check out your work. You were terrific. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It was a real pleasure. I I look forward to speaking to you again. All right, we'll have you back. All right, thanks. Thank you. Okay, have a good day. Bye-bye. She was delightful and knowledgeable. Holy cow. <laughs> it's like, you can tell she researches this stuff, and it's interesting that we're having this conversation while you're at Flag is Up. Oh. I, don't, I think I'll, Jamie's still there. Oh, I'm here. Sorry, my mic was off. Okay. I was <laughs> so it was interesting. You, we were having that conversation, particularly while you were at Flag is Up. Oh, yeah. No, I was thinking, you know, the, the trainable and how their personalities can affect, like, just even the part about the touch and how the horse reacts when you touch it. We have a super sensitive horse here that is getting better as we've worked with her throughout the week. So it's just interesting to... To, to hear that. Yeah, she knows her stuff. Well, we'll definitely have her back. I want to talk about that. Uh, we got a couple of other articles that she's done. Well, let's uh, let's t- take a break. We, we're getting ready for trivia. We have to get everybody lined up, all our players. And while we're doing that, Jennifer had a chance to catch up with one of her auditors for a product review on a Western product. So let's listen to that. And we'll be back to play a little equine trivia. It's product review time. My favorite part of the show where hardworking, cash-strapped horse people who are also auditors here at Horse Radio Network give us a little bit of their valuable time and review products for us. They, t- they test them. They check them out. Decide whether or not they love them or not. And then they agree to come on the show and tell you all about it. Welcome to the show, Katie Moulton. Thank you. Now, how long have you been a Horse Radio Network listener, Katie? Um, I think it's going on four years. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered you when I started a new position at my work where I had more time that I could listen to things. So I needed, I needed to fill the void. <laughs> well, that's what we're here to do. We are here, <laughs> Horse Radio Network, to fill the void in horse people's lives. That's right. There we and go. it's been a great, great filler. Great filler. Well, and part of filling the void in your horsey life, you agreed to test out the Perry's Double Ear Head Stall. Uh, so tell me all about it. Um, well, it's the double eared head stall has um, just the double ears with a buck stitching around each ear and a little bit of buck stitching on the bottom toward the snap. Um, it's a double ear bridle, so there's no throat latch. Um, so I tend to use it only when I ride in the arena because I don't want to be on the trail and have my horse itch herself and lose my head stall. So. Oh, but if you do that, then you could have yeah. your GoPro on and we could laugh about it on YouTube. No, I don't True. recommend that. I'm running home with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I see it looks like it has, um, adjusted, it is adjustable on both sides so you can adjust the length so it's just perfect. Yeah. Yep, and my mayor has kind of a smaller, she's a quarter horse, but a little bit of a smaller head. And on her, there's still two holes left that I could go up for an even smaller oh, wow. horse. Oh, so Nice, and there's definitely room to go bigger for, um, and I've had it on my bigger gelding, so it's, it's him. And it has uh, snap bits, bit snaps at the bit end, so you can snap your bits on and off conveniently. Is that uh, 
work for you? Yes, I love the snap bridles because I can easily switch from different bits for different horses or I want to switch her into a different bit. It's not, you know, I don't have to get out my screwdriver and, and take out the Chicago screws. I can just do a quick snap to change the parts of it. Now, what kind of hardware does this have on it? Is it stainless or is it brass? It's brass. It's brass fittings. Solid brass fittings. I kind of like solid brass fittings because I know they're never going to rust. Where do you weigh in on fittings? I like the brass, too. I have another snap bridle that has the brass that I've had for years, and it still looks just as good now. So, yeah, And, yeah. you know, and we're pretty hard on our bridles. They get used a lot, so that says something. <laughs> yeah, it does. Now, th- what type of leather is this? Is it working leather? Is it show leather? Um, and how is its durability holding up for you? It is like a harness leather. It's like very thick, very durable. It's not going to crack easily. Um, not going to break easily. It's just that nice, strong leather, but it's not stiff. It's supple even before I oiled it. So it's just a nice working bridle leather. Alrighty, and it sounds like the fit is just right for your a wide range of horses. Yeah. Alrighty, and because it's made from Perry's, uh, a lot of Perry's products are made right here in the USA, and this bridle is one of them. So this is the Perry's Double Ear Headstall, available as we record this review from horselovers.com. That's horseloversw with a Z.com for $49.99. And thank you very much, Katie Moulton for coming on and doing a product review for us. All right, we're back, and you can find all of uh, the products, of course, at horselovers.com. Well, I have, we should have uh, Helena on here with us now. Good morning. Good morning, Helena. And one oh, of I our have. auditors is in the wind. We, I, hear. Uh, see, I hear that. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hide from the wind. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that had to be Kayla. <laughs> Kayla's yeah. out galloping her horse. That girl. Yeah, that girl She's galloping again. Galloping her horse down the lane, playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, ask me trivia questions. No All problem. right, Kayla, we'll get to you in one second. Hey, Helena, what's happening? Thanks for joining us this morning. You know, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is on August the eighth will be ten years since we started Horse Radio Network. Oh my gosh. The first episode of Stable Scoop was in 2008 on August the 8th. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's 10 years. And we're going to. What was I, like 18 back then? Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were a young pup. And uh, we'll be hitting our 7,000th episode on Horses or on Horse Radio Network, I think, in September during World of Question Games time. So, uh, so, and Helene and I are going to get together here in the next week, and we're going to be doing episode number 500 of Stable Scoop to kind of celebrate and talk about our favorite past episodes over the last 10 years. So, Can you mute, Kayla? Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> can you get to a place without wind? It's very I'm going, windy. I'm going, yep, yep, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> get off the horse, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> so, Helena, thanks for joining us. Appreciate You're it. welcome. I'm looking forward to this. Now, what's going to happen here is we have two auditors on here. We're going to introduce them. We already heard Kayla. We're going to introduce them, and they're going. We're going to have one of them pick whether they want to play with you or I, and we're playing teams against each other. And uh, this is equestrian trivia, so whoever picks me has no chance of winning unless they're really smart. So, 
So who we've got? We've got Kayla. Who else do we have, Glenn? We have Avery on here. She's also an otter. Hi, Avery. Good morning. Good morning. You're in a quiet spot, unlike Kayla. Avery, where <laughs> are you? Where are we talking to you from? I like to know where in the world people are. Well, since I'm on the West Coast, we um, I am I'm currently sitting in bed, um, not wanting to go to work today because it's beautiful outside. <laughs> so, are you in California? No, I'm in Washington State. Well, that's unacceptable. I wanted you to be close enough to come hang out. I'm in California <laughs> too. Everybody should be. Okay, cool. Well, Washington, and um, thank you for getting up super early. And Kayla, I forget where are you calling us from? Uh, Maryland. Maryland. Oh my gosh. East Coast versus West Coast, baby. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay. So how this works is uh, Avery and Kayla, you guys pick. You're going to either play with Glenn or Helena. And since A comes before K, I'm going to let Avery pick first. Who would you like to play with, Glenn or Helena? Hmm. I... I think I'm going to pick Helena. Sorry, I knew Glenn. that was going to be the answer. How did I know <sighs> that? I would say that's a fairly good choice. Um, so, <laughs> Kayla, that means you are stuck with Glenn. And the good news is Kayla's very knowledgeable, Glenn. So she's going to, her back is going to hurt at oh. the end of this from carrying you through this trivia. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kayla so and I are works? good friends, too. So we, we can handle this. We got it. Gl it's we, Glenn we and Kayla, Helena and Avery, and I have five to six questions for each of you. We'll see how many we can get to. And if we do tie, I have tiebreakers. So we will uh, carry And we're on. allowed to confer, correct? Uh, oh, yeah, yes. with your partner. Yes, yes okay. of course. That is that you guys can talk and then you'll have to give me a final answer. And then we have some very fancy buzzers. Okay, ready for this? If you get the answer right, it's ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and if you get the answer wrong... Wait for it. Okay, so very high tech today. Just you found so you those know. in Monty Roberts' office over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they don't have anything like <laughs> anything I could do. I could, you know, they've got packing tape up here. I could pop bubbles. <laughs> That's about all I could do. <laughs> okay, so right. how? Are, who's going to start, Jemmy? You pick a team. Either Glenn's team or Helena's team gets a first question. What do you think? And you're keeping score, by the way. Well. Helena is a guest on today's show, technically. So why don't we point. allow guests to go first? Okay. <laughs> Helena. She obviously forgot who writes her paycheck. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, so uh, Helena and Avery, your first question. And remember, you can talk to each other about this. Uh, if it takes too long, I will buzz you. I will tell you. Let's hurry up. Um, the CHA episode host. By the way, Jennifer wrote these questions, so if you have a complaint, send it to jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. <laughs> CHA episode host Christy Landwehr is from what? Colorado City. Ooh. Uh, Christy Landwehr is from what? Colorado City. I, I should know this because I'm... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she calls it like the Kansas of Colorado with views, Kansas with views. Um, Could it, is it Durango? No. No. Talk to each Durango. other. Can run out of time. Colorado Springs? Is that? No. 
I'm going to need a final answer in five, four, three. Durango. Durango, yes. We'll go with that. Now, I'm going to bring Gemma in here because we have already sang the song and talked about this. How (laughs) ironic is it that they are from Aurora, Aurora, Colorado, which is where Wayne's World was filmed. I'm tying it all together. Is that crazy or what? Yeah. I don't know how we got this. I'm super impressed with your your trivia. We got Bohemian Rhapsody to Aurora, (laughs) Colorado. And once again, we make things not about horses. (laughs) I had the R and the O right, at least. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like, I don't know. Oh, half I credit. Know Which is by Denver, by the way. So, Okay. Oh. Now we've got Glenn and Kayla. <laughs> you guys have a shot here. Question number one. Endurance episode host Karen Chatton hails from what Nevada town? And Jen made a I little like note. Glenn, no. That oh, there's crap. no way Glenn will know this. Oh crap! It's <laughs> some it's some little town in the mountains of North West Colorado or Nevada. Starts with a G. Starts with a G. She North says it West? every freaking month. I co-host with her. Starts with a G. Oh come on! It's um like oh crap. <laughs> Jen again said there is no way Glenn will. <laughs> I think it's like Greenlee or Grand. (sighs) Five seconds. Five, four, three, two. Greenlee. Greenlee It is Gardnerville. Gardnerville. Started with a G. I got that. I get a quarter of a point. I've actually been there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. No. We're going to move to Helena and Avery. Helena and Avery. Oral plaques. Oral plaques are a flaky skin lesion inside the ear of the horse. Spell oral. A U R A L, I believe. Does that sound right, Helena? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. They have a point. Somebody is on the board. Helene and Avery are on the board. And I, I, is it pronounced oral or oral? I I thought it should pronounce it oral. I don't know. What do I know? (laughs) She's going to give us some word to spell that's like 25 letters long. You watch, Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. You don't have any spelling questions, so (laughs) suck it. (laughs) Um, Here we go. Number two for Glenn and Kayla. What normally immobile joint is affected by a hunter's bump? Kayla, you're yours. <laughs> a hunter's bump? It's a... Oh, uh... Isn't it the SI joint? No, no. Uh, crap. Uh... Can I have the question, please, awful. again, Monty? It's awful, yeah. What normally immobile joint is affected... By a hunter's bump. A mobile joint. The SI joint. Ding, 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 ding. Yay! Look at, she's my partner. Glenn and Kayla are on the board. And we move to Helena and Avery. And question number three. What condition is alleviated with tieback surgery? What condition is... Ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. It's a, 
we've got right answers coming out of my ears. This is fantastic. What was it? Oh, what was the answer? Roaring. I didn't hear it. Roaring. 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 The hardest word for me to say. Roaring. Me too. Roaring. Oh say that five times, everybody, and then you'll realize how <laughs> did, hard that word is. Did you is. know that one, Helena, by the way? I did. Did, did you? Okay. I did. Jennifer and I have had many conversations about those kinds of surgeries. <laughs> I'm, All I, you I, need I, is one roarer, and see, it's hard to say, and then you'll know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart. We love the Duke, but he does roar. Sounds like a dragon. Okay, we're going to move up to Glenn and Kayla. Glenn and Kayla, other than a Palomino, other than a Palomino, name a horse where the dominant body color is sandy, yellow, or tan. That's oh, what, my God. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. That's that what I like would have said, too. I would have gotten that one, I think. <laughs> That's the yeah, only well, other yellow did. horse I could think of. <laughs> but you didn't because your partner said it. So yeah, she, because you. I have a great partner. Thank you, Kayla. All right, you guys, this is like moving really quick We're two here. to it two, right, Jimmy? Tied. Aren't we tied, tied up? All tied up, guys. Yay. Two to two. We are holding oh. our own, Kayla. Let's Woo. see. So now it is Helena and Avery. Helena and Avery, which of the following is not... A coat pattern recognized by the APHA, the American Paint Horse Association. I've got multiple choice. Is it A, Overo, B, Bonnet, or C, Tovero? Ooh. Hmm. I don't. I don't think Bonnet's a coat pattern, isn't it? A marking on an on a Tobiano, if I'm. That not is, a as far as I know, that is correct. That it should be bonnet is a not a coat pattern, but like uh, I'm gonna need a final answer, ladies. And five bon is it Overo, Bonnet, or Tovero? Bonnet. What do you think, Avery? Bonnet, yep. Okay. Bonnet. Oh definitely. my gosh, you guys are geniuses. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> That is correct. I think they're much smarter than us. <laughs> I th it's only three to two, baby. You got Yeah, this. we're in there. What are you? Don't give up yet. Jeez. Don't tell me, Kayla. The good, news is, the good news is you're pretty. Okay. And that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> I think that has worked in our favor in the past from some of the conversations that we've had. And I now I've got, to, I've got to take something back, Glenn. I lied to you. What? You have the word to spell. Uh, horses no. and humans, horses and humans have an Achilles tendon. The horses is attaching at the lower end to the point of the hock. Spell Achilles. <laughs> oh. Not um, H I A C H I L L E S. Uh, ding, 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 ding. Yay. She's smart and pretty, Glenn. What? Thank oh. you, Kayla, for being a genius. God. She might get an extra point on that answer for enthusiasm alone. <laughs> no, she knew it too. She went right for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm impressed. Smart and pretty. She's got it all. Okay. We're going to move We have now time for one more Helena question. Helena and Avery. Helena and Avery. Well, one more question. One more question. Oh, this is. Okay, I'm going to give you guys the hard ones. Okay, we have time for Great. one more question. If you get this one, I'm going to be super impressed. The <laughs> Pony Express route ends in California. 
In what state does it start? Oh, I knew this. Missouri, I believe. Oh, my God. I knew it, too. Do I get a point? No. Wow. Missouri is the correct How did you know that, by the way? Missouri abbreviated is M-O, because that's all Jennifer gave me. Yes, it is. And I'm pretty sure M-O is Missouri, so I'm going to give it to you. I was always confused that Montana. I was always going, is it Missouri or Montana M-O? So. Oh, dang. you know what? I think I have switched to giving you easy ones because I feel like Kayla should know this. Here okay. we All go. Right. Right. Oh, goodness. Lennon, Kayla, how many meters are in a mile? Oh, jeez. Oh, we'll take it. We'll take close. We don't have to have exact, but I will tell you exact because I have the answer. But I wouldn't have known. How many meters? So a meter is three, three, three foot three. So how many feet are in a mile? <laughs> why is this relevant to horses? That's my question. Where where are we yeah. at? With the, yeah, why was I have I object? I know how big a, a meter is. <laughs> Isn't that good enough? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have any clue. I'm going to guess seven thousand two hundred and twenty-three. Uh, do you feel like that should be the answer, Kayla? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with your tone, that my answer should be no. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to let you take this one because uh, you have to have something better than that. Uh, okay, if it's 33, uh, a mile, I'm going to say a thousand. I am going to say, you're both wrong. Okay, here's the deal. When you said how many feet are in a mile, I was like, mm, I feel like I know that. And I feel like 5,280 is the answer of how many feet are in a mile. And I think I'm right because I just divided three into 5,280 and I got something close to the answer. I couldn't really get all of it because division was not my thing. But the actual answer, and I got the 160 at 1609. We would have accepted 1,600. There would have 1,600 meters in a mile. And How, why is this just, relevant? I got a, oh I'm, God. what was that email address again? Jennifer at horse radio. Jennifer at horse yeah, radio. I got a serious complaint. Yeah, I'm going to be filing too. I'll uh-huh. tell you where to send them. I got these questions in the mail. Okay. Uh, so you just go ahead and send it to her. Congratulations, um, guys. You win. You get it. Congratulations are in order for Helena and Avery. Yay. Tell them what they win. You win a round of applause. Yay! <laughs> That's the cheapest Yay! thing we could find. <laughs> I didn't win anything. That's right. Nothing. <laughs> well, congratulations. You guys are victorious. Helena, the- hold on. Thank you, Avery and Kayla. We appreciate you playing. It's been fun. Thank they you. Avery, I you give you, because you won, I give you dispensation. Like the priest would, you don't have to go to work today. I forgive you for not going. Don't do that. You'll get hired. Don't do that. <laughs> don't listen to him at all. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks, Avery. Y'all are the best. Thank you. Bye. Bye. She, she's like, I'm going back ride. Yeah, she was so back on her horse in two seconds there. <laughs> so, Helena, you're back full-time podcasting. I quit my job. I know. Jeez. What? I what? what uh, you went to work one day and said, the hell with this? I, it started about um, six months into it. I was just 
squirming and my brain was like frying. I was stuck at a desk for eight, nine hours a day. And um, I loved the company. I loved the work I was doing. But it's very hard to ask me to sit still and be quiet for nine hours. And um, I was like, I got to go. They're like, where are you going? I said, I have no idea. I really don't know what I'm, I'm going to do, but I can't. Did you ever see the viral uh, video? It was a DJ, a girl, and she was on an urban radio station. Jimmy, did you see this one? And she gets on the air and she comes on the air and she was like, listen, this place is horrible. I hate all these people. And she goes, she's live on the air and she goes, I quit this bitch. (laughs) Dropped the mic and walked out. Uh-huh. Is that what you did? By the I way, she never it. got a job again. So <laughs> I haven't heard her back in radio, but we used to play that on our show all the time. We'd be like, you know what? I quit this bitch. I'm out. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite like that. I, I'm old enough now to kind of tone things down a bit. But I was honest and I just said, I like my job. I just can't do it from this office. And they completely understood. So there's no, definitely no hard feelings and I'll continue to support them because you know they're they're about a half an hour away from where I live and Rhode Island is a very small state and you bump into people like you bump into people so um yeah I got home and said I just I can't be away from horses I was never ever riding my horse I actually had to get somebody to half lease him just so he could stay in work and so um I I was like this this is ridiculous I come home from my job and I had don't have enough energy to brush my horse. That's not the life I want to live. And so I kind of had, it was a little bit of a leap of faith. I kind of said, you know, I've spent a lot of time getting my ducks in a row. Let's hope that when I jump off of this boat, there will be another one waiting. And I did a lot of soul searching. Do I want to open a tax store? I went round and around and around and around trying to convince myself to open up a tax store. I'm glad you didn't I, do that, by the way, because yeah. they're all going out of business right now. <laughs> so, you just you can't compete yeah. with the Amazons of the no. world. And um, I was like, what could I do all day long? Like, what could take up most of my day? If I'm not working from nine to five, it doesn't mean I'm not working 60 hours a week. What do so, I love to do that much? Obviously, if you're not going to open up a tax store, something very sensible would be to open up a bookstore. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good the, one that's too. That's the yeah. business to get in right now. <laughs> yeah, because there are none. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so you Sorry went that that Newport show is back, right? It is back. Yes. And yep. so Jamie was uh, busting on Jemmy and I earlier because we have the Finding Florida show and we go around doing free things all over Florida, and pretty much she does the same thing up there in Newport. So um, I saw that you've been eating. Masters of finding free stuff. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. I'm part of the media. And so I'm going to need a free pass for the movie. They're like, no, you have to pay for your movie. Although I think you've been eating out a lot. I've seen uh, really nice places up there. We're, we're, um, We're starting to get some offers to try out, quote, unquote, different venues. And um, I'm now growing the cojones to take people up on that offer. It's hard. Like I got to make phone calls and and uh, get out there. But people are willing to share what they have. And um, so when you go to dinner at these fancy restaurants, do they like bring one of everything? You have like 25 dishes in front of you. When we when Buck makes a reservation as that Newport show, 
they we do tend to get a little bit better service or yeah, no kidding. <laughs> otherwise get. So we try to keep that in balance. But there's plenty of times where we don't we just kind of we're the secret shopper. You know, we go in and we don't tell anybody and we keep our heads down and um nobody really knows us because it's audio, you know, they don't really see our faces that much, so they don't know it's us when we come in. Um but do you think, Glenn, that I could have a show called Finding Waddell where <laughs> I don't I leave my yeah. tiny little town because I don't like to go anywhere and we have a post office and we have a feed store. So hey, well, Finding you do have Waddell. a little taco truck up the street. I have a taco truck, too. You're yep, right. Oh, you my do. gosh. I'm going to review that and get free tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to figure this out. The problem is you do have to go places. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, that's yeah. my problem. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to happen. Well, I now, and I, you know, for all the listeners who know Helena from 10 years here on Horse Radio Network, the show's not just about Newport, but it's also about life. And it, and it, I don't, it's just like finding Florida show. We have a ton of, what is it? 50% of our listeners from outside Florida. And I'm sure that's the same way with your show. It doesn't matter whether you live there or not. It's just a good show. And Buck's a great co-host. He's a great. He is a great co-host. You should marry that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him that. <laughs> he actually he proposes to me over and over again. He, we're just be sitting around, lazing around, and he's like, "Will you marry me?" And what town <laughs> did you get married in? What's that? And what town did you get married in? In Newport. There you go. See. Newport. You know it's funny, Chad. Uh, we'll we'll like totally agree on something, and I'll say, you know what. We should be married. <laughs> like we get along really well. We should be married. He's like, God, that's a great idea. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah, you kind of keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. You well, you keep it fresh. What's the address? Oh, of the show? Yep. Thatnewportshow.com. All right, thatnewportshow.com. Thank you, Helena, for joining us. And you'll be able to hear Helena in a couple of weeks on the five hundredth episode of Stable Scoop, our ten year anniversary. Thanks, Helena. Thanks, guys, for having All right, me. See Bye. Ya. Bye. I promised I she'd her. be up by 10 because she actually had an interview for her show. So, look, we got oh. her out a minute early. Aren't we good? Did Man, you have... Does that mean our show is over? Yeah. Or, do you uh, want to do a bad advice segment to end our show? You want to leave on a happy note? <laughs> I, I do. I, I, I'm i sorry. I interrupted a lot. I just felt like the energy was coming down. And, some, you know, if it's too quiet, it's like, being around quiet people makes me very talkative because <laughs> I, know, I, I know. overshare. It's so funny. And um, it was so quiet that I was like, I need to make people laugh. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. It's embarrassing. It's a bad personality trait. That well, I let, let me explain that we are not going to do the book today because she does not have it along at uh, Monte's place. So we'll, we only have like one or two chapters left, right? Yes. And it's uh, there's a write-in oh. part and I just didn't know if it was coming up and I just didn't. I didn't. Um, okay. So we'll uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, week. we'll do next week, and and uh, we'll be ending that book here shortly. So let's end the show on a positive note. We we uh, we had fun doing trivia. I lost again, which makes it about um oh for about sixty five now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Nobody much. picked you. They just get stuck with you. <laughs> I know. Kayla got stuck with me again. But fortunately, Kayla and I are friends. We see each other all the time when she's down here. She lives not too far from us when she's down in the winter. So thank you, Jemmy. Jemmy, I'll see you tomorrow. Yay. <laughs> 
<laughs> and of <laughs> course, Jemmy hurts her thumb. Yeah, it hurts her thumb, so she has some excuse when I beat her at every game we play this no, weekend. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm still gonna mm-hmm. whoop your butt. I just want people to understand that I fought through it and still came out on top. Uh-huh. You're like you're like handicapped, and you're going for exactly. it. <laughs> this is like... Exactly. I don't give excuses like somebody I know. <laughs> Do you want me to bring you oh, a, a... some ribs? Oh my god. <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't tree climb. I have a short shoulder again. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be dark. We'll be dark tomorrow. It's the third Thursday. We don't have a show for this. I just got shot in the leg, okay? I'm like dying. (laughs) Well, But Jamie will be back on Friday. Really bad ads. Get your ads into Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. And because these two are being bad, I'm just going to do this. I own the buttons. Because I have heart. And I just muted that. It's nice to have all the power.